this Sunday and God willing from now on I'll be dividing the Sunday preaching into two categories basically storytelling and nuts and bolts the storytelling will be what I preach on Sunday the nuts and bolts will be what I teach on or during the Bible study right now it's on Tuesday now during this session I may not give you all the scriptures and if you have any questions and doubts regarding that write note them down ask me these questions later but don't harbor any doubts the format is going to be not slightly not very but different you understand for those of you who know the word know that I'm speaking only the word for those of you who do not know the word may wonder what I'm talking about and if you have a question ask me about that so we are talking about the fall of man as part of studying the plan of God when I say the fall of man I mean women also yes we covered creation if you want to know more in depth there are things that you can study or you can ask me these questions to understand later but we are studying the fall of man and the effect of that now we know that man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil which god commanded not to eat because god said for in the day that you will eat of it you will surely die yet we find that adam lived after he ate of that so what is happening here do you understand all our queries all our doubts must be cleared in isaiah 59:1 and 2 it says that our iniquities our disobedience our sin has separated us from our god this separation from god or the death of the spirit is what god meant by death obviously in the body adam lived after eating of the tree yes adam and eve yes and obviously they had soul and they could think about that but they were separated from the lord <clears throat> did you understand yes so and it became harder and harder for humans to trust in god you find that cain and abel talk with god even after the fall but as you continue down the generation you find that from our point god becoming more aloof or distant but we know what has happened if you study the the what the flood of noah what is after the flood of noah tower of babel and sodom and gomorrah after the tower of babel or during the tower of babel incident god abandoned humanity and he chose one tribe 
and he revealed himself to that tribe who is at Abraham so you find in Genesis chapter 12 the call of Abraham so as gentiles we may not find god because he revealed himself to whom to the tribe of israel so in genesis chapter 12 you find the call of abraham yes and from that time onwards to the jews god revealed himself and from the jews came the messiah who's the salvation for the whole nations so god didn't forget the whole nations he just abandoned them for a while yes do you understand and we approach the messiah or we come to the messiah by faith is that clear yes all this happened because of the fall of man last week i told you it is possible you could derive that adam and eve saw god before the fall and after the fall adam heard god do you understand so we could come to that conclusion now the point is that it now takes faith to believe that he is that there is a god because when we look at the world we see so much bad think rightfully is there god in all of this remember it became harder and harder and if you don't have that connection with god a have a relationship with god we think where is god what how is this justice am i clear yes so it has come to that point where it takes faith to believe that he is the bible speaks about that in hebrews 11 that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him you understand so instead of seeking him even christians but in general humanity we find shortcuts even the devil while while tempting jesus used shortcuts said why do you have to go to the cross i'm paraphrasing this is saint john's version yes why do you have to go to go to the cross worship me and i'll give you all these things that's a shortcut yes all jesus had to do was give him worship and honor and he'll get all that and he'll be spared of the pain we are trying the same thing yes trying this shortcut after that shortcut after that shortcut instead of seeking the lord himself yes and some of us especially after we come to christ substitute the reality of the relationship with god in our lives with good works if i study the bible from cover to cover maybe god will think i'm a good girl or a good boy no what 2 Corinthians 5:21 says what there was a substitution made we become the righteousness of god can you get any more righteous will fasting make you more righteous nothing will make you more righteous but doesn't mean you don't need to fast 
you fast to become more sensitive am i clear on this yes so shortcuts and good works are no substitute jesus was the substitute yes do you understand and what is required to see god now is faith this thing called faith for some of us it's a dirty word because everybody speaks about faith but what is it what is faith faith is a substance of hope if you have hope in something that will come to pass you have hope that there will be tomorrow that there will be a sunrise tomorrow yes based on what there was sunrise today yes based on experience you could say yes so you have hope that there'll be tomorrow yes so faith is the substance of hope if you don't have that hope you'll probably end your life today do you understand so you don't have hope and you don't have faith yes but hope alone is useless it's like having the biggest car with the biggest engine and no transmission to get that power to the wheel you can rev all you want but for the car to travel you must have the power from the engine to the wheel yes that transmission is called faith am i clear so if you don't have hope and you have a you say you have a lot of faith is useless but you have you must have hope in the word of god and that must give you faith together that will give you motion do you understand yes so hope without faith is like a car engine without transmission but hope with faith utilizes the transmission yes with hope we see and with faith it becomes proof yes because it says faith is the evidence of things not seen yes so with hope we see can you see tomorrow sunrise no but in hope you can't see it and faith you believe that yes so faith is the evidence of things not seen yes i'll give you an example i'm moving downstairs yes What is the evidence of that? You have hope? Yeah, you have hope because I have told you that. I'm planning to that. What is the evidence? Well, the height of the toilet that the work is done. I bought table lamps. I bought tablecloths. I've made arrangements. I've talked to certain a few of you. Do you understand? So all that is evidence of 
me moving down yes and faith comes by hearing yes because i have told you all of this you have hope and you have faith yes now here is the, the, the thing once i move downstairs you don't need faith because i'm already downstairs no what faith do you need to believe that you all you seeing me there yes we walk by faith faith and not by sight so do you understand am i am i clear so far yes if i if i am downstairs what faith does it require of you to believe that do you understand yes yes so once i move down you don't need faith what am i trying to say is your hope no matter what it is from that hope you will derive faith no matter what it is and that faith will eventually become a reality the finality of our realization of faith either in the word or in your fears will come to pass you understand so that is why you renew your mind in the word of god by what faith am i clear yes yes you understand yes faith is it's going to happen you're going to believe it but what do you believe do you believe in the word of god or in your fears you understand like i'm going to move downstairs that is the faith life and death are in the power of your tongue yes there are a lot of principles we need to study according to the word of god which is maybe which may be diametrically opposed to the principles of the world but you believe in god through faith and it's hard to believe through faith the further we are from the fall time wise because god seems distant but he's reconciled us to himself through whom through jesus christ who has given us the holy spirit and that is the importance of a relationship with god without a relationship with god what do you have absolutely nothing almost am i making sense yes it's like not having god on your side or him not being emmanuel did you not say that he will be emmanuel yes am i clear on what i said yes this is the importance of the relationship with god yes now in 1 Thessalonians 5:23 can you all go there it says now may the god of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our lord jesus so you are whole if you're what spirit soul and body yes you understand 
in the original now look up at me in the original plan of god there was no separation of the body from the spirit or soul we call that separation death your sins have separated you you do understand death is a separation from god yes do you understand and not only that when your spirit separates from your soul and body what do you find yourself adam found himself naked am i clear yes we shall not be found naked in christ we are to be clothed in christ that is our life what is it supposed to be we are supposed to be clothed with jesus christ it's very difficult for me to not go into scriptures do you understand of all of this i'll do that in uh, during um, uh, our bible study yes but you understand yes but this is where god is leading me towards preaching this word yes life is being clothed with jesus christ yes unfortunately the word spirit and soul are used interchangeably even in the bible but they are not the same thing you made out of what a spirit soul and a body yes you cannot understand the soul and the body truly without understanding the spirit because they're used interchangeably it has given a lot of confusion you just given a rise to a lot of confusion do you understand that's why we must be clear on what we are talking about Let's go to Ecclesiastes 3, 18-22. I said in my heart, concerning the conditions of the sons of men, God tests them, that they may see that they themselves are like animals. For what happens to the sons of men also happens to the animals. One thing befalls them, as one dies, so dies the other. Surely, they all have one breath man has no advantage over animal for all is vanity all go to one place all are from the dust and all return to the dust who knows the spirit of the sons of men which goes upward and the spirit of the animal which goes down to the earth so i perceive that nothing is better than that a man should rejoice in his own works for this is his heritage for what can for who can bring him to see what will happen after him yes your bible says that in the book of ecclesiastes note the word spirit in verse 20 yes and also the spirit of the sons of men as spirit of the animal how can the animals have a spirit in the sense that 
you have a spirit from God because God made you in his image yes God did not make animals in his image you understand remember i told you the world spirit and soul are being used interchangeably yes first of all ecclesiastes is a book written what would happen to you a man a human being without god that is the purpose of solomon's writing this book it ends with chapter 12 saying remember your creator in the days of your youth yes get to that but here in if you look at verse um, 19 says surely they all have one breath yes that word breath is translated spirit or ruah it's the same word for life it's the same word used in verse 21 all who know the spirit who knows the spirit of the sons of men yes yeah? that means what who knows the breath of the sons of men yes and the breath of the animal that means what the life of the animal yes you must be very clear i'm talking about the clarity needed yes so without god remember ecclesiastes is a book of what happens to a man without god yes without god a man has no distinctions than an animal or a beast in fact some beast have quicker senses than men i'm not sure about you but a cheetah can run faster than me yes yes do you understand i'm pretty sure a monkey can climb a coconut tree faster than me yes unless i'm angry with one of you yes <laughs> but i'm joking all jokes apart but do you understand yes ecclesiastes does not mean that we are in all respects like animals nor does it contradict the rest of the bible it means that humans can no more claim to have any power to beat death than any other animal you understand because death entered human race you understand when you're talking about faith now in our job application or whatever government applications they'll ask you about your faith yes whether you're a christian or a hindu or a muslim or scheduled caste or no caste or whatever yeah that is not faith according to the bible faith is faith in christ yes do you understand yes so humans can no more claim any power to be death because it's a point for man to die once and then what judgment there's a second death if you believe in christ and you're born again you're saved from the second death we are talking about the fall of man yes 
Am I clear so far? Yes. So, our confidence is not in some power that is not lifeless. Our confidence is in Jesus Christ that comes through hope and faith in God. And through God, when you have hope for, for eternal life and faith in God through Jesus Christ, we know we connected back to our creator. That is how the book of Ecclesiastics ends, yes? Remember your creator in the days of your youth before troubled times. You understand? Now all this shows to prove that the word spirit and soul are used interchangeably. We need to really understand what it means when the Bible talks about spirit and soul. Yes? We go to Matthew 5:6. Is blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness and they shall be filled. Matthew 5:6. Yes? Is part of the beatitudes. Is what Jesus Christ did. Now we all thirst for righteousness. For things to be right. that is our moral compass but our morality is set by god remember your creator you understand what is good see a person once told me what is good depends on the culture you are and uh, good and bad and you set your own morals so this person talking to me was female so i said in some cultures if it is good to rape you would that be good she said no so i said obviously there has to be a moral compass and a guidance even if it in some cultures is okay to kill kids because it's what's happening even today you just call it abortion a neat word for it do you understand is it okay do you understand so you must have your moral compass pointed towards the right direction when you buy a new phone you must set the compass right yes so you have to do a lot of dancing with your phone yes then only then will the compass be set right yes like that your compass your moral compass have to be set right pointing the same direction so that you agree with god because only the hungry are filled by god and that hunger must be the hunger for what God hunger makes you hungry of. Do you understand? Being hungry for the things of God is one of the best things that can happen to you. I've written this down, yes? 
have shared it with some of you. See, longing for God is a healthy sign. Everybody longs for God. But being hungry for the things of God and wanting to do what is right by God is another step. It takes time and effort and practice to change your old ways into your new ways based on a relationship with him and the word of god yes because hungering for god does not cause him to move in our life you can be hungry and still not eat but it is a sign that he's already at work in us it is a sign that we hunger for the things of god that god is drawing us to that don't silence that voice never silence that voice always come closer to god draw near to god and he will draw near to you yes stay hungry for god yes some of us have struggles and when you say you have struggle i rejoice why not because i want to see you struggling no because you only have a struggle because there are opposing forces if there are no opposing forces would there be a struggle if you want to go this way and a force opposes you then there is a struggle yes you want to understand so understand that you need to sharpen your axe that this struggle will follow you as long as the flesh opposes the things of god but the, the sooner you learn to sharpen your axe the easier it becomes for you you understand jesus said my burden is what have you a light light My yoke is what? Easy. So it's not a difficult job to follow him. But what makes it tough and difficult is in our mind. Because we have given priority to the wrong things. That is why we must renew our mind in the word of God. Remember the moral compass? Am I making sense? Yes? Yes. Is this blessing you? Yes? Yes. So, being hungry for the things of God is one of the best things that can happen to you. But do something about it by faith. Don't just sit there. Do you understand? Ask questions if you need to. That's why I say no question is silly. Do you understand? Stay hungry for God. Bible says in Isaiah 55, why do you spend money for that is not bread? Instead eat what is good. We spend money on so many other things. Like I said, if you want to take rest, you can't take a rest from the gathering of believers. That is a place where you get rejuvenated. If you take rest from that, 
I don't know what will happen to you. Do you understand? You need the word of God to quicken you because God has made you. Am I clear on what I'm saying? Yes. So why do you spend money on what is not bread? What cannot sustain you? Eat what is good. When Jesus encountered the woman, the Samaritan woman at the well, he said if you knew that I could give you fountains of water. You understand? That means what? Food and water is knowing Christ. Yes? In John chapter 7, this is in John chapter 4 if I'm right. Yes? In John chapter 7 at the feast. Yes? After the feast Jesus said, "Come to me. I'll give you the living water." You understand? So this is what Jesus does for us. He gives us the living water. He gives us food that we hunger for. The righteousness of God, moral compass. It takes faith to believe. Am I connecting the dots? Yes. You understand? This is the gospel. You don't need to go to a de- desert or you don't need to be in a parched land. You can thrive under God. You can have life and life abundantly starting now. That abundance of life. Don't get it wrong mixed up with the prosperity gospel and what not, yes? The abundance of life is promised by God. Let's go to John 10:10. 10, 10. This is the gospel. Says the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy, but I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Yes? Does it say that in your Bible? John 10:10. 10, 10. Yes. I have come that they may may is permissive it doesn't say they will they may you got to believe in Jesus that they may have life more abundantly so once you believe you must receive also because the word is may it's not automatic not to be taken for granted ah you will have life more abundantly no you need to renew your mind in the word of god yes let's go to psalm 51 verse 6 behold you desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom so what does god desire the truth yes Go to Romans 15:18-19. For I will not dare to speak of any of these things which Christ has not accomplished through me in word and in deed to make the Gentiles obedient, that in mighty signs and wonders by the power of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about Illyricum I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. So here's David saying about the truth. Here's Paul saying, 
I will not dare to speak any of the things which Christ has not accomplished through me. That means what? What is real? Only that will he speak. So if you are not speaking about salvation, is it real to you? I'm asking you a question. But do you understand? But to me, when someone says, signs and wonders stop with the apostles, I say to them, it's too late because it's already happened. God has, used, God has turned water into the medicine that people need. He has gotten you out of ICU. ICU or not ICQ. <laughs> ICU, yes? Do you understand? And he has cured uncurable diseases. He's done mighty miraculous things. Not only that, he has changed me personally from me losing my temper 95% of the time to maybe 80% of the time. Yes? No, I'm just kidding. I don't lose my temper at all. Yes? I always keep it. I faith, yes. Do you understand? But you understand, yes? I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me in word and in deed to make what? The Gentiles obedient. Make the Gentiles obedient. When I told a man of God that God had used me in this ministry to turn water into the substance that people need for healing. He did not believe. So the fact that he did not believe meant that I'm lying. That I just made that up. That shows that what he makes things up. He preaches what is not real. Do you understand? Because when you tell me I base it on what I have done, which is truth, yes? So, what, what, what the scripture is saying is that you have truth in the inward being. You cannot falsify miracles. You cannot even hear of what other people ha- are doing and then bring it onto your ministry falsely. Am I making sense? If it builds your faith, that's well and good, yes? But don't falsify a report to make yourself great. That is not of God, yes? You're clear, yes? Not only that, you will find what they are not, people aren't obedient to the gospel. That means what? They are not following the word of God. There must be truth in the inward being, yes? Be true. This tenacity and perseverance that I have comes from the hope that I have seen God work in the healings and miracles. You understand? I keep telling you that I am healed because the word says I am healed. by the stripes of Jesus. 2,000 years ago, when Jesus died on the cross, for my spirit, he's 
achieve salvation for my soul is achieved deliverance for my body is achieved healing this is a package is a manifestation of the healing not yet that is what i see in my body yes but that doesn't change who god is does that make sense do you understand yes it will be manifested i have hope and i put my faith in christ yes now what is the culprit on all of this is called sin we're studying about the fall of man disobedience from god let's go to romans 7:15 i covered this before it says for what i am doing i did not understand for i will for what i will to do that i did not practice for what i hate that i do who is saying this paul paul is saying i do exactly opposite of what i think i should be doing this is the effect of sin like i said a couple of weeks ago god saved us through jesus christ from this because this thought answered who will save me but jesus christ yes you understand the solution for that sin is in 2 corinthians 5:21 says god made him who knew no sin whom jesus to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of god in him that is the solution there's a substitution made it's not your righteousness it is his righteousness that gets you right with god yes does not mean you don't strive to be right but that does you striving to be right does not get you right with god once you're right with god you strive you do what you can based on your moral compass which is from the word of god which is by god yes remember i spoke about this earlier let's go to john 10:10 10:10 The thief does not come except to steal, to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and life more abundantly. Thieves are three things. What is that? Steal, kill and destroy. They all mean certain things. We're not going to get into that. But that is talking about what the thief can do. to us in this life without Christ. You want to know more about that? Study the book of Ecclesiastes. But this is not the time. Yes. But Jesus has come so that in this the thief does not kill or steal or destroy. Steal kill and destroy. That is one way of life. Yes. And not only that, Jesus has given us eternal life has given us we are meant to take it it's up to us to take it or not choice is ours yes you understand but john 17:3 says this is eternal life 
that they may know you the true god the only true god and jesus christ whom you have sent so the moment you know jesus eternal life starts am i clear yes and coming back to romans yeah we'll go to romans 15 13 now may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may ha- you may abound in hope by the power of the holy spirit so you may abound in hope by the power of the holy spirit yes the hope is needed yes but you must have faith in whom christ do you understand yes for that you must have the holy spirit am i clear in in what i've said today yes don't step out or go home without having faith without having hope without setting your moral compass right and being right with god thank you for tuning in we hope that you were blessed with our sunday sermon from the coaching lampstand see you next week god bless you